kick it up a notch. And Charles Lindbergh is a woman? Yep, yep, yep. Matt, 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 Heard me. Probably not over the roar of all those flashbulbs going off mm. on the red carpet. The roar of the flashbulbs. That's that's what I think of when I think of a movie for the roar of the flashbulbs. I just it's that's <laughs> I guess that's what that sparkling is outside the I can barely see that you know they've got the red carpet. It's we're not we weren't allowed to be set up right by or on the red carpet we're obviously <laughs> we're in the lobby we weren't the stars no we just we have a very small part and we're in the lobby of important but small the busheltown one the one screen movie theater here in the heart of downtown busheltown you know i can't see the red carpet because it stops before the window and they got a lot of movie posters on the glass so, so yeah so. you know i'm assuming that the sparkling out there is the sparkling of flashbulbs going off and not some sort of... Could be a strobe light. I don't know. Tra- it could be you know, a transformer blowing. I don't know. <laughs> could be a lot of things. Could be a lot of things. Kendall could be our Lord and Savior returning like a thief in the night on the red carpet. What better? Oh, why wouldn't, hope. Why wouldn't Jesus hope. Christ return on a red carpet here Look, in hey, Bristol? If I was going to return, I wouldn't do it in the middle of a desert. No. I sure as hell would do it on a red carpet... With flashbulbs going off. I was thinking about this. Listen. Hallelujah. I, basically, I'm a theologian. Uh, I was thinking about this <laughs> uh, recently. I thought, you know, Jesus, he's going to come back like a thief in the night. And and the perception is that he would be a thief like a cat burglar coming in quietly, you know, using a diamond to open a, yeah. a circle in the glass. But... What if he's just a, a thief, a Batman villain, crashing through the skylight in an art museum to, to come and steal the latest artworks in the Gotham, uh, you know, art scene? That's a good point, Cliff. And hey, if we're making a movie about it, let's go with the cinematic version. Let's, let's go. Do that. Let's do that. Come on. Let's, let's do that. Let's let Jesus have a little panache. In our version, Wait, is Batman on your on your cup right there? Wait, no, I see. Is that Ernest? It's Ernest. I, oh, yeah. I hope you recognize right. this since I gave you one that looks exactly Another, like it. Of course, I do. Another thief <laughs> in the night himself, the troll. <laughs> You're gonna say Ernest was a thief in the night? No, only because he stole our hearts. He did Cliff, steal our hearts. He stole our hearts, and he never gave them back. Damn him. That's not what we're talking about tonight. We're not talking about skinny bitches like Ernest. No, he was so thin. God bless him. He's up in heaven cloud to cloud with so many of our friends and Joan Rivers and other friends of ours. uh, Frequent guest star Alan, perhaps, in heaven. But I don't know, Kendall. This uh, this (laughs) has gone way off the rails. 
so far off the rails. Our listeners are used to it if they listen to this show. I don't, the, I, can, I don't have the rails in sight anymore. It's like the red carpet. I just can't see. It's just out of view. But we are here for this movie. Kendall, would you tell people, just tell people what movie it is, why we're here, how we could possibly be in a film being shown on the big screen here in Busheltown. Well, Cliff, I would be delighted to. You know, our good, good friend and exterminator, Lenny, he decided, you know, years ago he was going to make a movie. And I, I got to say, when when we were, you know, given the early drafts of the script, it was riveting, riveting. And we, of course, wanted to be in it. You know, we thought we're big stars here in Busheltown. So he did put put us in a scene. Um, it's, uh, I'm it's, sure it's, it's very integral to the story. But, uh, but I, we won't want to get into it. I don't want to give anything away. It's called A Bug in the System Cliff. And he is a exterminator. In the film, it's a guy's exterminator that has to save the world because a computer virus takes over, and he's the only one that knows how to fix it. It's it's riveting, Cliff. I know, I know, I know. You get excited just hearing the tagline. I'm so excited to see it. I love it. I love it. What was the tagline? No, the, that was the tagline. When I just said the whole thing, that was too long to be a tagline. A tagline is like, well, that's what everybody else said. But space, Lenny said no. No one can hear you scream. Well, listen, Lenny's a visionary, and who are we to quibble? And, but we are, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it's giving away anything to say that we play brothers that the exterminator in the film went to college with in a flashback to his college Ooh, days. Spoilers! No, spoilers. We're not going to say why we flashes back exactly what he's remembering. Oh, we're going to give the whole movie away at the I'm time. Tired. Uh, you know, I don't want to say anything else. And it, but, you know, it's, it's got a, a lot of people, a lot of familiar faces in the film. I am so excited. I wore my best Elvira t-shirt here to the premiere tonight. That That's the one you reserve for special events. This is it's, the special. It's got extra sparkle to it. Yeah, it's the special one with a little bit <clears throat> of extra sparkle. It's your tuxedo of Elvira shirts, if you will. Oh, um, I got, oh my. You'll never believe. Oh, sorry, dear, I slipped. What, oh, don't slip on that pool of butter, sugar lump. Oh, sorry, dear, we're spilling it everywhere. Oh, boys, Mrs. Butter, 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 Turn, and I have just been asked to run the concession stand here in the lobby oh. of the movie theater. Oh, oh my. Oh, Cliff, we got friends in high places. Places. Oh, well, I, oh, I want one of those really big We mustn't tubs. be giving any food away. Oh. Oh. Well, why you? Why? Where, where's the cashier and the everybody else? Well, dear, you see, we were just in line to get a little bit of popcorn ready to go to the, to the movie theater. And you see, the lady went into labor right there behind the counter. Oh. And so lucky that we were there to help her get over to the hospital, dear. <laughs> Thank heavens we were there to pray for her as she was beginning to give birth behind the concession what? stand. She but, and the popcorn but, boy. They're off you, to the you, hospital. Now it's up to us. But you still haven't described why you guys are doing the concession stand. Oh, you see, dear, she told us right before she left to the ambulance, you must do the concession stand. You must take over oh, and yes. make sure everyone gets their food. Oh, she said we were the only two she could trust. And then she went off to give birth. Oh, well, oh, whoa. well, that's wonderful of you that you're going to miss the movie just to keep 
Keep the concession stand going. Oh, I, oh well, it is the proper thing to it's do. A, it's the only thing. It's the Christian thing to do, boys, of course. No, that's right. Yes. Oh, all right, Chuggalum. Oh, there's a line forming. I better go get oh, the popcorn bags. I'm so sorry. That is improper etiquette of a steward company. Oh. Now, if you want junior men's flavor, let me know. We have extra butter. Oh my god, I want to go get in line for some of that popcorn. That smells so good. Uh, well, I'm sure Clip. they'll sneak us some, eventually. I'm sorry, but I, speaking of all that food, I got a chubby over here. Ugh. And that's a chubby movie star countdown. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh god. <laughs> you know, our listeners just threw up and turned this show off. A bit. No, they knew. Oh, they no. knew there was sass attached to that comment. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Kendall, oh, no. it's a celebration. It's a salute to the ch- chubby movie stars. They're, they don't make them enough anymore. And they're... No, because they won't... It, Hollywood is so infatuated with tiny people, and they won't let fat people in. They don't celebrate people of size like us, Cliff. We're, we're destined to be in the shadows on podcast at 4 a.m. Uh, it's just... It, it's insane. There are a few. There are some still working today. But, you know... There's a few breakthroughs. <laughs> a few can break through that ceiling. But it's just a it's a damn shame because there are so many excellent entertainers who just go out there, leave it all on the line. And they're, and they're the Cliff and Kendalls of Hollywood. And we love them. I was making this list and I thought, I love these people. Kendall! Love them. So, we've got to count them down. It's a salute. It's a celebration of, not of Kendall's chubby, but of the chubby movie stars that shine brighter and bigger than ever in the Hollywood night sky. Kendall, if you can stop belching for a moment, then we'll let you flip a... Is that your conscience talking? (laughs) He's gone. Flip a space coin. Flip a space coin. Flip, flip a space coin. Yes. I'm not going to flip it. Flip it. Call it. Flip it. I will take a big fat ass. Give me some tails. Tails? Heads. Oh, whoa. All right. I'm going to start us out, Cliff. Number 10 on the list. Number 10. Chubby movie. Stars. Now, Cliff, the reason this person is at number 10 is not because I'm going into the normal thing I do. Do you ever go into that normal thing you do ever again, Kendall? I swear to God. God? I won't do it, Cliff, but he is number 10 because he was chubby and lost weight. So that's why he's all the way down at number 10. Oh. Even though he's still huge in our hearts and definitely deserves to be in the top 10. I'm talking, of course, of John Goodman. Oh, wow. I cannot believe you have bottomed him out at number 10. Uh, it's because he lost so much weight, Cliff. He's got all that saggy skin where all that weight loss, and I'm just so jealous. Vindictive. This countdown has turned into a bloodbath. <laughs> well, I'm starting out early. Uh, well, it is still an honor to Round be number two. 10. It is an honor. <laughs> See, that's what I say every week. It's still an honor. <laughs> John Goodman. Oh, my God. He probably lost control of all of his bodily functions. There's no spider here. But I will hunt down the alleged arachnid and spread some to kingdom come. He 
has had an amazing career. Has he not? Yeah. He really has. Oh, he has. If only we could have that kind of career. Listen, I think all of... Uh, I don't even get started. Kendall, tell me some of your favorite John Goodman <laughs> movies and performances. Oh, God, how long do you have? I got so, all the time okay. in the world. This I don't know when this movie's going to start in like 40 minutes. We'll start with the obvious great voice characters of Sully from Monsters, Inc. And um, I mean, we loved him in King Ralph. We, we've... We've loved him. What's what? What else is he in that we love him in so much? Um, uh, matinee, arachnophobia. Oh, matinee. Raising Arizona. Big Lebowski. I, that's what I was trying to think of because I just watched him. I could see his face in my head. Is this your homework, Larry? Just ask him about the car, man. Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Set your car out front. Is this your homework, Larry? We, we know it's this fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat? Look, Larry, have you ever heard of Vietnam? Oh, You're entering a world of pain, son. We know that this is your homework. We know that you stole a car. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. And we know that this is your homework. We're going to cut your dick off, Larry. You're killing your father, Larry. Every time John Goodman is in a TV show or a movie, I instantly love it. Exactly. What was instantly. the... It, it was it 10 Cloverfield Lane... Where he held the people captive. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. in that. Oh my God. He's, See, there was a whole other side of Goodman that we didn't oh, know existed. He and he is just constantly working. Thank God. We say that we don't make him, and and we wish he would gain some of the weight back. Yes, just for to fill it out, just to look more like the classic John Goodman that we love. Yeah. Well, just because that's how we remember but him. In our we hearts. want him to be healthy. We want him to live and entertain us. For years to come. So however you got to do it, John, we're with you. We love you. That's why you're number 10 on our celebratory salute to the Chubby Movie Star, John Goodman. Amen, 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 amen. And Cliff, you know, speaking of that point, like, I was thinking Speaking of that point, speak on it. I was thinking this week, you know, we always like, oh my God, we're so fat. We need to lose weight. But really, you know... People around us are probably like, oh, I love this big fat teddy bear. And if we lost weight, they'd just be like, oh, you know, it's not the same person I used to be. I would miss I would miss all that fat. So just get happy with it. Everybody else is. It's just, sorry, I'm working through what Dr. Blathers and I have been working through Well, I, here on the air. I would love to be thin. I would love to fit into all my old concert tees. It may never happen. I, I'm never going to walk on the moon. I'm never going to go to Mars. I'm never going to ride a dolphin unicorn through the sky. I may never wear those old concert tees again. It, it's okay. There are still joys to be had in life. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, this is not an old I, Danny boy I, moment. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, beautiful, but it wasn't old Danny boy. Why, why, not? why not just sing, Nearer my God to thee. I would, because that's spiritual and beautiful to me. I don't understand why that's bad. I'm not saying anything like negative. No, it should just be something happy. Something happy. But anyway, Kendall, I want to get happy. I forgive you. Show about forgiveness and love. get happy. Yes. Oh, that's a segment. I forgot about that segment. We'll have to do that one sometime. Kendall, oh, there's so many segments we've forgotten all about. But that's that was a great one. I was very happy for some reason. Kendall, number nine <laughs> on number nine. the Chubby Movie Star Countdown. 
This lady, wow, she was in so many movies, Kendall. I happened to review her filmography on Wikipedia <laughs> only hours ago in preparation. And damn, she worked. She was a lot like John Goodman. She actually appeared with John Goodman in many, many episodes of Roseanne as Roseanne's Nana Mary. But that's not why we're here to talk about Shelley Winters. We are talking about her illustrious movie career, Shelly Winters. Wonderful. Wonderful. Kendall, if I say Shelly Winters, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I think so, yeah. All right. She was Roseanne's grandmother on Roseanne. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else I know her from. That's why I was looking her up. Right. Because I, I know her from the I know her from the show, and I know, like, oh, I know that person, but I, I couldn't tell you, like, Exactly what she's in. She was in loads and loads of movies, Kendall, back in the old 20th century. She won oh, yeah. two Oscars. She actually, uh, one of her Oscars was for a movie called A Patch of Blue, where she played an abusive hooker named Roseanne. Uh-oh, was that foreshadowing Uh-oh. in life that she would later appear on a show called Roseanne? Yes. It was. You be the judge. You be the judge. That's one for Unsolved Mysteries, Kendall. But she also won another Oscar for... Oh, that was for Patch of Blue. Oh, she won an Oscar for The Diary of Anne Frank. And she was in The Poseidon Adventure. She uh, was in all kind of stuff. And a movie... Yeah, I've been scrolling for four minutes. I know. I'm still going through them. And you're midway through the list, through the filmography. Only midway. Another great movie. A movie I love with Debbie Reynolds and her What's the Matter with Aunt Helen, where she played a crazy lesbian. It was excellent. I've come to you to confess. Confession is a matter between you and the supreme being, sister. No, I've come to confess because I need his forgiveness. You have God is all merciful and all forgiving. No, I needed his forgiveness before they find out that I told you God forgives you. Take my word for it. No! Excellent. Shelley Winters. My favorite Shelley Winters story is that, you know, in the middle of her career when she was older and bigger, and, you know, as people would come to know her, then, you know, she was being asked to audition for some part. And she came to the audition with a big purse and she pulled out her two Oscars and sat them on the desk and said, there, there's my audition. (laughs) You told me to come to you on the radio. You told me I would find joy in heaven. Well, if I have his forgiveness, why don't I feel that joy? I offered you my blessing, but you refused it. Now I'll move along. No, no, I need to be saved. No, I want to be saved. I want to be, please, no, no, no! You leave me alone. You don't want me forgiven. You want me damned! Bigger than life. Bigger than the big screen itself. Oh, Shelley Winters. Oh, A Place in the Sun. That's a great one when she was very young with Elizabeth Taylor. Ooh, she didn't turn out too well. Ooh. Had to bail. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, Shelley Winter, she's an icon of the 20th century silver screen, and we're here to salute her today as number nine on our countdown. What an icon. 
We're already out of junior mints, dear. This is a disaster. Why didn't they order more junior mints? Oh, they've ordered a lot of big bucks full of baby roosts. I don't know. They're so terrible for your teeth. Why would they do that? We can work out some management skills while we're working at the concession stand, dear. We can just help them out in the future, you know. Let's leave them a little note (laughs) there in the kitchen. Leave it better than we found it, dear. Oh, yes. Anyway, boys, you don't have any spare junior mints here in the booth, do you, boys? Oh, you know, if you would have asked like 20 minutes ago, we might have. Uh, that is a, uh, really, we're already out of junior mints. That's what I wanted. I wanted junior mints and a uh, oh, double butter popcorn. It seems that's what everyone wants tonight, dear. Maybe we could, oh, we could have Crock-Pot run down to the store to buy some more junior mints. So we, we're not out, dear. Isn't that a wonderful idea? Oh, 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 right. no. I, I think we better get Crock-Pot to mop up that big puddle of butter that's flowing out from behind the counter. Oh, no. Did we leave the butter machine running, dear? Oh, oh no. Goodness, dear. You what? No, rock pot. Watch out. Don't slip on that oh, butter, Oh, uh, that... <coughs> I'm not going to say that doesn't get me uh, excited looking at all that butter flowing all over Kendall, if you keep referencing your enlarged genitals, I swear to God. What does that have to... What? You're chubby? No, I said butter. Like, I want to, like, just get me excited. Butter. Oh, get me excited. Mm-hmm. We all know what that means. Anyway, Cliff, number. <laughs> anyway. Eight. Don't you anyway me. Anyway, number Don't you eight. ever anyway me. Number eight. Um, 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 number eight is another person that we both love dearly. Uh oh. And he plays. Who else are you putting way too early on the countdown? (laughs) Cliff, there's so many people that have to make it to this list. Um, um, um. This guy lived in a van down by the river. Chris Farley. Oh, yes. Kendall, yes. The old Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Black Sheep. So many greats. And I just... Coneheads. Just watching a... I was just watching a special about Nickelodeon on Hulu, and he was in an episode of All That, and it was great as well. I guess I could sure use some cupcakes or some peanut butter cups about now. Yeah! You know what that's about? Yeah! So I guess you guys should vote, you know, because... Uh, Voting kicks ass, right? Yeah. Excellent. What is your favorite Chris Farley movie moment? Uh, movie moment? Yeah. Uh, this is a movie star countdown, Kendall. <laughs> they didn't roll out the red uh, carpet out there for some average Joes. This isn't just your average uh, random fat people. Countdown. You gotta fight for your right. To vote! That's one small step for man, one giant. I have a dream! I know, I'm trying to think of like what the, my favorite moment was from one of the movies. I can't, like, I, I, they're just all so wonderful. I can't pinpoint one. What's your favorite? My favorite movie moment of Chris Farley is when he's on a date with the Conehead's daughter, and they're at Subway, oddly enough, making me want a foot long myself, Kendall. (laughs) 
And he is astonished at her deep-throating sub-ability. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Definite foreshadowing moment there as well, like in Shelly Winter's life. Yes, Chris Farley. Power to the people! Well, I, I just love that in every Chris Farley movie, like he's just always running into something or breaking something, or and that just I always like really connected with that because I always felt like I was real clumsy and breaking stuff because I was so fat. Right. Well, you were definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, tipping the scales there, Kendall. Definitely tipping the scales. But Cliff, he was a consonant, a consonant. A consummate <laughs> professional, comedy professional. He, he was. was. Our, our man of comedy heroes. <laughs> he was incredible. He was incredible. I appreciate your including him. Here on the countdown, Kendall, got to give you a for that. You're welcome, Cliff. What can I say except you're welcome? What can I say except up next is number seven. Oh, Kendall. OMG. Number, whoa, 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 it's magic. Hocus Bocus. Oh, seven. Kendall, this woman is, she works hard for the money. She is working all the time, like John Goodman. And people love her. They love her for her Oscar-winning performance in The Help when she baked a doo-doo pie. And they love her <laughs> as uh, the mom in the new Witches movie with Anne Hathaway. And we love her in everything that she's in. Octavia Spencer, do you love her? I love her a lot. She is great. And my favorite thing of hers, and if you haven't seen this, Kendall, <laughs> you got to watch Ma. Did you see Ma? Mm, you smell good. Just like your daddy. (laughs) This feels nice. Yeah. Like we're the only two people in the world. (sighs) You know who we are. The cutest couple. We are. (laughs) You're most charming, too. I want to see that so bad. You've got to watch it. It's streaming on something. I think it might be on HBO Max or something. It's great. It may. It, I want more. Where is Ma 2? It's excellent. No, but I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Haven't gotten around to it, Kendall. That is no excuse. I vote to censure you. Well, do what you will, Cliff. I told you to stay in bed. You just made me kill this man. I did not. Get your ass out of that chair and help me drag him inside. Censured. Kendall, you need to watch everything that Octavia Spencer does. She's excellent. And what's great about her is that she pops up if you rewatch shows from the like the two thousands. You see her yeah. in just these small little parts, and then she's turned into this big Oscar winner, just multiple nominee, Hollywood royalty. And I, but I was watching Malcolm in the Middle a few weeks ago, and she was just a <laughs> cashier in Malcolm in the Middle. And She'd been hovering around, and she was she was just undiscovered. There, she was wait biding her time, biding her time. She bid it, and then she did it. Kendall, 
Octavia Spencer, she's awesome. You haven't heard the last of her, Kendall. Oh, 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 no. No, no. No, no. She is. A lot more where that came from. Oh, she was very funny. Again, unfortunately not a movie moment. But I already talked about my favorite one, which was Ma. A very funny moment. She was on 30 Rock. Do you remember this? When she was on 30 Rock? Uh-huh. And she was a very unruly version of herself as Harriet Tubman in Tracy Morgan's or Tracy <laughs> Jordan's version of the yeah. Underground Railroad movie. She was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just recently watched some episodes of 30 Rock. It oh, just love that show. That's all I gotta say. We love you. We love you, Kendall. Now, one other thing I do want to ask you. Are you, 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 do, you, do, you, me? You talking to me? Me, Turns me, out me, I am me, talking to you, me, me. Oh, no. There are so many left on this countdown. I hope that you don't blow it. All right. Spoiler alert, I will. Cliff, number... No, no, not, not, not number. Uh, I've got a, are you talking to me? <laughs> On the counting down, it just gets uh, into your blood to where you feel like you're counting down everything. My whole life now is a countdown. When I show up at Starbucks, I'm like, well, the number 10 of what I would like is this. Number nine. And they're like, sir, can you just order, please? All right. But, um, wake up, campers. It's a glorious day. Today is evaluation day. The key word here is value. Do you have any? Not yet, but by the end of summer, this camp is going to be full of skinny winners. Oh, Kendall, is that from that movie about fat children at a camp? It was called, like, Heavyweights. That's correct, Cliff. Heavyweights. Can't believe. Wow. Let's just (laughs) pat ourselves on the back. Wow. (laughs) You really did it this time, Cliff. Way to go. Wow. All right, All right, Kendall. We are these are chubby movies or chubby characters. <laughs> they're uh, they're wonderful. It's a celebration. It's a salute. Here's this one, Kendall, coming in at number two. Number two. Put 'em up, put 'em up. Which one of you first? I'll fight you both together if you want. I'll fight you with one paw tied behind my back. I'll fight you standing on one foot. I'll fight you with my eyes closed. Cliff, was that a lion that just didn't have the courage to succeed? <laughs> Uh, he didn't have the courage <laughs> to succeed. It was the hefty Burt Lar in the Wizard what? of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Yes, I, I knew you were going to get there because you said Cowardly Lion. Rainbow, way up oh. high, there's a buffet that I dream of. If you want me to take a dump in a bar and make it Guaranteed, I will. I've got spare time. I've got spare time. In a Is box, not a bar. In a box, sorry. Kevin. Uh. <laughs> Is that from Paul Blart? Mom. No, no. <laughs> that was, of course, our Lord and Savior, Chris Farley, in. Tommy Boy. Oh. See, why didn't you think of that as your favorite movie moment? Because uh, I didn't want to spoil this. Ca- I didn't want to spoil this moment. All right, Kendall, whatever. Man Village. They'll ruin him. They'll make a man out of him. Man Village. 
Cliff was that Village of the Damned and the Man. Oh no! It wasn't where you're from, Village of the Dumb. It was <laughs> from. <Ow. laughs> That was Baloo from Disney's The Jungle Book, oh. original 67. He was a man cub, going to go live in a man village. Well, I I honestly wasn't thinking of Disney cartoon characters. Sorry. But I well, sorry. Been. Sorry. You obviously right. should have been Baloo. The cl- is the Cliff and Kendall of that movie. Well, I do know that. And if you would have said, who's the Cliff and Kendall of The Jungle Book, that I would have gotten. This is America, babe. You gotta think big to be big. Gotta think big to be big. That was... (sighs) Michael Moore's Bowling for Columbine. I'll give you another hint. Big ain't the problem in this family, Wilbur. Big ain't the problem in this family, Wilbur. Wilbur, that was from Mr. Ed the Movie. (laughs) Oh, Cliff. Hairspray. Whoa, Hairspray. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um, I can't believe we're paying to see something we get on TV for free. If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker. Especially you. I did the stage direction where it says points to camera. Creep show, Cliff. <laughs> oh, Kendall, this this episode's a creep show. This they is all are. Uh, that was that was Homer Simpson from the Simpsons movie. Oh, see, and I, right, I turned around and did the exact same thought not to ever think of cartoon characters. Well, Kendall, they're fat too, and we love them just as much. We do, we do, we do. Salute the fat cartoon characters, Kendall. Come on, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Oh, that's a whole other, that's, that's a multi-part episode. I'm just no longer talking to you, Cliff. Can't do it. I'm still talking to you, Keep bitch. Keep going, I'm then. I'm still Keep talking going. to you. I'm still talking to you. Me, you, me, you, me, you, me. I have one last for you, Kendall. All right. Today's my birthday, and my father says I can have anything I want. What is that from Pee-wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> it was Francis from, yes. See, we ended on a high note. We ended with love. Cliff. I know. End it with you know, love. I have to this say, is a show about love. I, you know, we, we, we live in cycles, you know, in this world. And I'm... Oh, yeah. I, I've finally, you know, moved up to the cycle that where you were when you were talking about I'm living for the Dow. I'm just trying to just go through life, trying to just live for love and be at one with everything and just try to get through life without being so sad. I know. See you. It's taken you six years to catch up with me living for love in 2015 when Madonna put that song out. So I'm glad you're with me, baby. Let's ride this. Let's (laughs) ride this. The projectionist has had to leave. Dude, this is terrible. What? And the film is about to start, Why? boys. The premiere is about to begin. Well, why did the projectionist leave? Oh, dear, you see, the, the woman that went into labor there at the concession stand, you see, she, oh, she needed her, her file from the paperwork, dear, so she could get into the hospital, and he was the only one that had the key to the file, so he had to take it to her, dear. Oh, it was necessary paperwork, oh. well, Candleboy. Oh, of course, if you'd ever had a child, you would know that. Okay, well, who's going to run the projector? Uh, yeah, we. Somebody, who's gonna, somebody says to press play, right? Isn't that all that happens? Oh, dear, it's much more complicated than that. 
but luckily Mr. Snodbottom has, has ran a few projectors in his day. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, you know, at our large meetings, we frequently watch film strips about important political matters or things regarding the, the earth or, or community standards. <laughs> Boys, so I think I can do it. I just need to thread the spool and remove the sprocket there. I think that's well, the first you, step. But you've got a huge line over at the concession stand. You, you, I, are you guys going to be okay with this? You, you, you better not stay in here and talk. You better get, to go, better get going. Now, you better get Charles the contractor to help you sell to put the butter on the popcorn or something while Mr. Sabine threads the spool. And, Kendall, we've got we've to go. I want to get out and see this movie. It's about to start. Oh, yeah, it's going to start. All right, well, uh, we'll be right back after this. Earth is dead, so you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Almond Joy's got real milk chocolate. Coconut and munchy nuts, too. Mounds got deep dark chocolate and chewy coconut. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Peter Paul, Almond Joy's got nuts. Peter Paul, Mounds don't. Because sometimes you feel like a nut. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Disappointing to say the least. Yes, it was. Uh, and there were the movie itself. I think was really good, especially for the budget. I think it was really good. I just was missing something. It was missing. <laughs> I didn't really buy the exterminators. The you know the pathos of his backstory without the flashback to the two fat brothers. That he went to college with in extermination school. I know. I just, I really felt like having cut our scene completely from the movie really like just took a big chunk out of it that I couldn't recover from. I didn't understand. And even I had read the script and I still had trouble going on without seeing that scene. It, I think, you know, I don't know if there was the reason the movie was delayed for so long. I don't, did we even say why he made this movie years ago? No, we didn't. And he, we didn't. You know, he was getting divorced from his wife, and it was just caught up over who owned the custody of the rights to the movie and this and that and the other. Years. Years and years. Finally, they've come to an undisclosed settlement so that Lenny could, you know, distribute and exhibit or whatever you say. And, you know, and it's fine. I don't know if she has custody of the deleted scenes 
or not. You know, I will say in the movie, I'd like to get a copy <laughs> in the movie's favor. I will say I'm almost glad that the original actress who was supposed to play the exterminator's mother, Glenn Close, I'm glad she had the flu that week and Terry the Temp had to pinch hit because she really was great at being an exterminator's mother and you really believed it when she was really so afraid of those bugs. Yeah. Oh, she was one of the best parts of the movie, even if she was only doing it temporarily. It was only temporary, and, you know, I'm sure Glenn Close is kicking herself now for however she got the flu, whoever she got it from, all oh. those years ago. When Terry gets that Oscar, she's going to, you know. Really kick herself. We'll see. Glenn Close will. Yep. But anyway, it was fine. You know, it was good. It was good. And the vi- the computer virus stuff was very, you know, better than your usual people sitting at a computer typing movie it was better than their the average yeah. that just just missing that one scene that's all well but anyway Kendall, we're still here at the theater and i thought we'd be able to leave I, mrs Snodbottom and mrs potter butter butter turn they're still running around like crazy somebody else had to leave i, I don't even know who they were saying but like they're just all over the place i, I don't know oh uh, the usher the keep... usher had to leave because he was the cashier's lamaze coach oh my god well we just keep the people are dropping like flies they wanted us to help. We got to do the show. We can't really do that. But we'll stay here and watch. No. But, uh, uh, but no, they're gonna. They're showing Kissing Cousins next. Oh. And it's a big midnight movie here in Busheltown. It's gonna be huge. Cliff. Everybody's coming dressed up. They do as one of the Elvises. It's a, of course, a classic movie where Elvis plays identical twins, kind of an ode to the Patty Duke show and Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie and an ode to Duke. All of those. Kendall, the, when people say the Duke, I, I assume they're talking about Patty Duke, is what I assume. Of course. But anyway, Kendall, Kissing Cousins, it's a big thing here that people dress up as one of the cousins and one of the kissers. And it, it's, I, I guess and we'll like, stay. Are you the kisser? Are you the cousin? What are you? Mr. Snodbottom is over there and he is trying to rake the popcorn on the floor and he doesn't realize it's got a hole in the back of that receptacle thing. And he's just, he's, just, oh my God. he's sweeping it in oh. and it comes right back out the other side. Oh, now it's mixed with bowel waste. Now, uh-oh. Oh, no, I think those are melted baby Ruth's. Oh, uh, who could tell who, from this I, distance in this lighting? Can't tell in this lighting, Kendall. Well, if they're baby Ruth's, can you sweep those this way? Oh, Kendall, I'm not eating a baby Ruth mixed with popcorn kernels off the floor. I'm not that desperate. I brought something. I went to the Food and More down the block here, and I found... I did this while you were sitting there watching the credits, hoping you'd get a thank you at the end. And I got the I got the Lady Gaga Oreos. Now I can only find one box, so I don't have enough to share. It's, I can only find one box, but they're pink and they're green inside. Kendall, what a fun way to live eating Lady Gaga Oreos with a heart. Oh, Cliff, you're having a bad romance with that Oreo over there. It's a bad romance, Kendall. I was born this way, baby. Po 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 poker face, po po poker face. Kendall number. Six. Six. Speaking of the current movie that we're about to watch, there's one celebrity that in his later years had some chubbiness going on, but he was still a movie star and he still fought through it. And that, of course, is Mr. Elvis Presley himself. The king. (laughs) I don't think he was really fat in any of his movies, though. Was he not? No. 
Look up, uh, look up a steal hey. from his last movie. What was it? Let's investigate, Kendall. Listeners have nothing better to do <laughs> than sit here with all your blunders. I know. Wonder what the people. I wonder what the people at the laundromat listening to this at four a.m. are going to think about when uh, the twenty minutes when we're going to investigate. What was his last movie role, and how fat was he? Let's let's find this out. Okay. Let's see. Change of Habits released. In November 1969. That was the movie he made with Mary Tyler Moore, where she played a nun, if I'm not mistaken. Was he a big fat lardo with Mary? Well, no, I mean, you know, to be clear, to be clear, I never heard that they had to be chubby when they were in the movie. (laughs) I don't think we can include people who just were fat for a little while. Okay, These are people fair who point. are known like Cliff and Kendall themselves. We Cliff, you think this hurts me, but it only helps because I had so many on the list, so it only helps my case. That's why I put up a fight, Kendall. That's why I got to put up a fight for the people who were fat in their movies. Okay. Okay. Number six. Are you counting... Down or are you counting the Oreos I'm eating over here? <laughs> Both. Okay, so uh, you're going to fight me on that one, too. All right, number six, Cliff. Look under your chairs. It's Oprah! <laughs> I mean, she was big in the color purple. Fight me on that one, bitch. <laughs> uh, she was not big in Beloved. Well, now, 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 do they have to be chubby in every movie? I think they should be known for being chubby movie stars. People who were in multiple movies, not just one. So I would not put Roseanne from She-Devil, though it's a classic and deserves a Criterion release. Okay. I wouldn't put her. In that case. Cliff, number six. I'm only fighting you, Kendall. I'm only going to get the lawyer from Lenny's ex-wife because of how precious the spaces are on this countdown. Cliff, number six. Uh-huh. Jason Alexander. <laughs> Let's forego the part where I tell you how wrong you are. Just go to your next selection. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates! Nothing! Is a chubby movie star. Kendall, you've hit the nail on the head. You have knocked it out of the park. You're like Babe Ruth himself, the babe from previous countdown entry, John Goodman. The Babe Ruth himself. I'm, that's you, Kendall, because you knocked it out of the park with the choice of Kathy Bates. Thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Now, tell us why, as if we don't already know. <laughs> Pretend we're from space. What, exactly. What? What? What is there that I could say that you don't know about Kathy Bates? I mean, she's wonderful. She's not only wonderful in every, obviously, television show that she's starred in and guest starred in, but, every, of course, every movie, all the way from back from Misery to, um, well, uh, what was it, um... What was the Schmidt movie about with, um... About what's Schmidt. His name? About Schmidt, yeah. Jack Nicholson. I, I forgot the name of that movie. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. God, I forgot everything there for a minute. Every movie she's in, she's wonderful in. 
Um, I loved her in uh, uh, Fried Green uh, Tomatoes. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you crazy? Face it, girls. I'm older and I have more insurance. Oh, excellent in everything. I love her well, in. Honey, what I can't understand is how in the hell you could hit someone six times by accident. Oh, Ed, don't make such a big deal about it. Oh, she's excellent in everything. I love her in Adam Sandler's The Water Boy as his mother. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I forgot about that. Where she says Benjamin Franklin is the devil. <laughs> the chickens are coming home to roost, Bobby Boucher. You reap the fruit of your selfish ways. You're gonna lose all your fancy foosball games, and you're gonna fail your big exam because school is the devil. <gasps> Everything is the devil to you, Mama. Kathy Bates. Now there is a worthy <laughs> entry. <laughs> on this never-ending countdown. All right, Cliff, you better not take the other two I have coming up. Oh, <laughs> Kendall, I have so many on the bench that it's just simply, simply irresistible. All right, I have, th- I have three. Oh, shit, I, there's so many. Kendall. It is in Cliff's contract. He has final veto power on any countdown. I have t- ten vetoes only. That I can use. I've used four, episode. Th- three of them so far. <laughs> I have seven more. I think that's more than enough to get us through the end of the episode. And uh, why are they coming? Uh, why he's got a broom in his hand? Oh, oh, do you have any extra broom times? I seem to be losing the, the little pieces of broom from my broom. Oh, why? Did, did you check the broom oh, no. closet? Uh, oh, I didn't think about the broom closet. I just looked over here and saw you two in this booth. <laughs> and I thought, Where I wonder... Do? What are you doing here, dear? Oh, We're way up at the concession stand asking here. Cliff and Candle if they have any broom pieces for me. <laughs> you know, I need them because I'm sweeping up all the popcorn kernels on the floor. Dear, did you check the broom closet? Oh, 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 my bowels. <laughs> they find it oh, rather amusing. No. That I didn't think of the, the broom closet there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. Oh, dear, I'm, whoa, whoa. I'm so sorry about that. The, the second movie's about to start. Now, wait, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, I know that there's a line forming, and I know that we've got to get this bowel mess cleaned up here from the booth, but we could you save for. We want you to hear something weird. There's always time. Oh, oh my bowels. Oh, oh, there's so many people oh, waiting for no, food, dear. My bowels do not think this is a good idea for something weird at this time. Bowers. Look, when in doubt, sit it out. Do a, Have some weird news. Let's, it's just going to be, good. look, five, five minutes, give us five minutes, line. Five, just five minutes, okay? Yeah, popcorn's not even ready yet anymore. Okay. No, and the butter's mostly on the floor. All right, Kendall, do you want to go first? Everyone, a 71-year-old woman riding with her daughter on Florida's Interstate 95 suffered a gashed forehead Wednesday when a turtle smashed through her windshield of the car, striking her. The Daytona Beach News Journal said about this, the gash drew a lot of blood, but the woman was not seriously hurt. The turtle was likely crossing the interstate and just got knocked up in the air by another vehicle. 
And uh, it said, I swear to God, that lady has the worst luck of anybody. So the turtle, on the other hand, had the best of luck of anybody. And it just had a few scratches and the, on its shell, and it was released back into the woods. Oh, boss. <laughs> what a I, wonderful ending to that story. <laughs> yes, I, I can't argue with that, Sugar Lump. But I do wonder why we're wasting our time listening to stories about turtles smashing through car windows. Oh, I find that very dubious, boy. No, it's it's that's what we are here for. That's what we're here for. And I've got one uh, other. I've got multiple other, but here's just one to start with. <laughs> Weird news stories, everybody. An Illinois man paid tribute to his deceased father by bowling a perfect 300 bowling game using a ball that contained some of his dear father's ashes. Ooh. Whoa, Kendall says. John Hinkle, 39, (laughs) is a bowling champion, and he introduced him and his brother to the sport of bowling when they were young. Hinkle said his two-handed bowling techniques mean he's only allowed two finger holes in his ball, so he had the thumb hole on his ball filled with some of Daddy's ashes after the older Hinkle passed on a few years ago. I was talking to my brother and told him, I'm shooting a 300 with this bitch. And Joe said, <laughs> do it. Oh, and <laughs> I listen, it's a direct quote. Hinkle's prediction came true April 12th when he rolled a perfect game as though aided and abetted by angels. He had tears in his eyes in the 11th and 12th frames. He couldn't tell you where that last ball went because the tears were flowing like the River Jordan. And Hinkle, who has bowled several 300 games during his time in the sport, said this game was especially significant since his father, oh, daddy, never managed to shoot a perfect game in his life. But now it's special. He was there, they said. Oh, but who cares about a bowling score? Oh, my. There are 40 people lined up at the concession stand. They're chanting, Junior Mints, Junior Mints. What are we going to do, Sugar That We're going to do another weird news story. That's what we're going to do. Oh, Uh, my. They can wait. It's fine. It's just another minute. A woman in Krakow, Poland had quite a fright when she saw what looked like a bizarre animal that had been hanging in her lilac tree outside of her home for a few days. <laughs> the woman called... <laughs> the woman called for help dealing with what she thought might be an iguana. There's an iguana um, in when, my lilac tree! Can I get some help, when the please? Officers, and when the officers showed up at the scene, they were able to nab the mystery animal bread-handed because the animal in question turned out to be a croissant. Oh, no. <laughs> the person behind the post uh, theorized the croissant was thrown out of a window of a, as a treat for birds in the area and ended up getting stuck in the tree. And although the woman's worry turned out to be unfortunate or unfounded, she did find the right... Uh, she did the right thing because there are people willing to get rid of any animal that causes some trouble or just get bored. So there you go. Oh, oh, I wonder if that lady was part of the upper crust. I've got one other here, and, and you're going to love this one, Mrs. Potter, but I better turn it especially, okay? Oh, I hope so. A high school in Britain said a former student mailed in an overdue library book that was originally supposed to have been returned 32 years earlier. 
Whoa! Oh, whoa, says Kendall. St. John Fisher <laughs> Catholic High School in Peterborough, in England, said a book called Manners Make a Difference arrived oh, in the mail. Me. Yeah, see, I thought of you. And officials soon discovered it had been checked out from the li- library 32 years earlier. Maybe they should have read it, dear. I know. I guess it took them a while. The last chapter, I guess, was about <laughs> returning library books. The book was accompanied by a note that read, Sorry, 32 years overdue. I call it Catholic guilt. Right. It's not very effective, Catholic guilt, if it took you 32 years to return it. <laughs> well, it eventually gets around to the point, dear. It does. And now the school accepted the book back. They said it has become outdated. And it's not going to be on the shelves any longer. So I say, why did he bother? Why did they go? I think that's they didn't read the Manners book. If somebody returns, they should have the read book, that for sure. Daffodil, you fall asleep again. Oh, Wake up, dear. Oh, oh, sorry, we've been. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sugar. We've been here at this movie theater for so many hours now. I just can barely keep my eyes open. I've been sweeping and sweeping popcorn kernels. Oh, and now I have to go thread the film through another spoken sprocket for this. Elvis film, oh, and well, it's better, not even one of the good ones, Sugarloaf. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh Gross. I'm so sorry. Look, this is all. This whole thing has just gotten me very just out of sorts. Look, Kendall's out of sorts, and you guys better get out there and tend to this unruly crowd. They are all dressed like Elvis cousins from this movie, and they really want... Pop- They've got me all shook up here. Oh, I am shook up as well, dear. But I'll okay, always love you, Tender. Okay, everyone, please form a line. I'm going to go to each and every one of you. Yes, we'll be right with you, everyone. Oh, oh. Okay, so... Yes. Where were we, Cliff? Where were we? Who were we? Why are we? It's what the listeners... Why do we do what we do? (laughs) We're ready for number five, Kendall, in this insanely high-stakes countdown of chubby movie stars. Don't think poker is high-stakes. No. You haven't seen our show. No. Kendall, number five, you've already gone there. With a little movie called Hairspray. And one of the great chubby movie stars. Well, all you can say is that they were divine. Divine from Hairspray and Pink Flamingos and Female Trouble and Polyester and Lust in the Dust. All excellent movies. All chubby. All All divine. All divine. Excellent. Divine all the time. Excellent. It, divine, like a few others on this list, such as Chris Farley and possibly others to come. If they, if Divine was still alive, they would. he would have had an Oscar by now. So, so would Chris he Farley. Got. They would have both egot it by now, Kendall, for God's sake. What are these? Those are your new shoes, Don. Those aren't the right kind. I told you, cha-cha heels. Give me those treasures. I don't need to wear those ugly shoes. I told you the kind I wanted. You ruined my treasures. Please, die! Not on Christmas! Get off me, you ugly witch! You devil! Come here, you p
I don't, it's uh, like you with Chris Farley. It's hard to pick a favorite divine movie moment. You got her in hairspray. As a, keep it down, I'm trying to iron in here. And you have her female trouble just every second where Don Davenport is even eating a meatball sandwich right out in class. Kill, kill, kill. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Questions and answers. Do you believe in God? I am God. You are God. You are God. <laughs> is there no wrong? There is right and there is wrong. I have never been wrong, Mr. Goldstein. And just everything in Pink Flamingos, where she's the filthiest person alive, polyester, as Francine Fishpaw. Oh, oh, Kendall, there's just aren't enough words. The list goes on. The list goes on, the beat goes on. Connie Marble, you stand convicted of assholeism. The proper punishment will now take place. Look pretty for the picture, Connie. Thanks for the scoop, Divine. Next month's sales should be booming. Thank, Thank a you lot. for coming. Do keep in touch. I will, Always Mr. Know where I am. Always know where I am. The readers aren't going to believe it. Bye. Bye. Always count her for a story, I'll tell you that. And Divine's legacy goes on, Kendall, as number five on our countdown of the great chubby movie stars. Not hearing any vetoes from me, Cliff. I didn't expect any, Kendall. I did not expect any vetoes. All right, Cliff. Well, it's starting to get close up to the top. I expected maybe some Cheetos, but not any Vitos. (laughs) Oh, I've learned long ago. Don't expect the Cheetos because they won't come. They won't come. Number four. Sometimes the vinyl doesn't come. Yes, number four, Kendall. Don't worry. Seven Vitos left. We're all good here. Well, I certainly don't think you can argue with me on this one. All right. All right. uh, The only question is whether it's at the right place or not. So, number... Four, Cliff. Um, he, he is a uh, Cliff and Kendall of his time, for sure. And we have followed in his many, many, many footsteps. Cliff, and I'm speaking of Dom DeLuise. Oh, okay. Texas has a fatso in it. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on our souls. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on our souls. I'll expose the facts, although it fills me with disgust. Please excuse the filthy dark details and carnal lust. Filthy dark details and carnal lust. Dancing going on inside it. Don't you see they've gone plumb wild? I inquired, no one denied it. Now I think I'm getting riled. Bodies close together, arms and legs all rearranged. And the sheriff does not close it down. That's very strange. Does not close it down, that's very strange. Now, well, there's a lot of people dressed as Elvis right outside the booth. And I don't know if it's being picked up on the microphones here well, in the and lobby. Usually I'm... I'm always chewing something, so it, it always messes with my hearing. Definitely, you know? definitely. It's, you always look like you're chewing something. But anyway, Kendall, Dom DeLuise, tell us more. Tell us more. Well, I mean, Dom DeLuise, we speak of him all the time. and You know he's on he's on up in cloud to cloud, and he's a regular guest host on our show. But, oh my God, uh, he's wonderful. He's wonderful in everything. I mean, he was great. What was the, Cannonball Run. You see that? Oh, Kendall. 
You think there's a movie called Cannonball Run and I didn't see it? Well, I, I didn't hear the reaction I was expecting, so I was like, am I speaking another language? <laughs> no. Kendall, I love, uh, of course, everything. Uh, all the Mel Brooks movies that he's in. Blazing Saddles. Blazing yep. Saddles, silent movie, uh, men in tights, everything. You with the banjo. Uh, can you help me? I have lost my sense of direction. Uh, have you tried Harry Krishna? Uh, no. No, I mean, I'm really lost. Uh, one second. Uh, darn, I missed. You know, that's the first thing to go on a frog, his tongue. The tongue goes and you can't catch flies. Oh, that's rough. I'm sorry about your tongue, but yeah. I have to get out of this swamp. I have to catch a plane. With that tongue? No way. The Muppet movie. He wasn't he the Come one? On. Was he the one at the was he was he the one at the end who gave him a standard movie star contract? Yeah, the agent. Alright. That alone. That alone would do it. Makes him Hollywood royalty. That alone would do it, as Kendall oh, said. Hey, oh. come on, we're missing the biggest one. Uh oh, haunted pizza honeymoon. the hut. Oh, pizza the hut. Come on, come on. He ate himself to death. <laughs> that, if ever there was a Cliff and Kendall move, that oh, was man. it. That, that character was based on us before we even came around. <laughs> oh, Kendall, pizza the hut. That's number four. Number. I'm so glad we. Four. I made it through that one unscathed. I only have, I only have, I only have, I have only. one to go, and you have plenty of vetoes left. One to go, plenty of vetoes left. I know that your next choice is going to be pure magic. I did not follow that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told you. Number three. I'm, I listen, Kendall. The tension and the edge of your seat nature of this episode would have been present in Lenny the Exterminator's bug in the system if our scene in the, uh, the college flashback had still been oh, left in. Easily. It, people would have just been really on the edge of their seat as you I You can't am. fake drama like this. You can't fake drama, Kendall. Number three <laughs> is, speaking of the creator of magic... Ocus Bocus. Ocus Bocus. He inspired the movie Hocus Pocus, which starred one of the great chubby movie stars of our time. Pretty thin now, but most of her memorable films, she's known as, thought of as being chubby, Kathy Najimy, Kendall. Um, yes, Cliff. Yes. Kathy and Jimmy. I agree wholeheartedly. Wonderful actress. I love her and everything she's been in. Everything she's been in from Sister Act. Hocus Pocus. Winnie, I smell. I smell Squad. Squad. You know, it's a bottom dweller. You cook it sometimes with lovely breadcrumbs, a little bit of margarine, or oil. I'll boil good when you have to cook it 300 degrees. Ah! 
and on and on. You love her. She goes back, and you see her also in smaller parts. I love her in Soap Dish, where she is the costumer yeah. who gives Sally Field a turban to wear as the character in the soap opera and Sally Field says I think she calls her, I think her name's Tawny and she says Tawny why are you give me this fucking uh. turban and my Gloria Swanson and my Gloria fucking Swanson <laughs> uh, she's just excellent in everything oh, one song, one song. no 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 song, no please? no come on he does all right it'll come back to you tenfold thanks hurry up hurry up oh, I love this song and of course one of her undersung parts is on television I think as the voice of Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. She's excellent. Kathina Jimmy, someone who should be in <clears throat> everything. Again, she again excellent in everything she's been in. So, yes, I agree. Put her in it all. Put her in it all. I want a fat super team with all these people. Tell in Mama it. all. Cliff, before we get to number... Yes. Before we get to number two... Yes. I got some shouting to do. Shout. 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 Shout it on out. out. These are the things that I'm shouting about. Come on. I'm shouting at you. Come on. Kendall, so many listeners live for our shout outs segment. <laughs> And we're here to... Oh, I just think of all the people waking up, hoping, hoping this week it'll be a shout-out. Will it be this week? Will my prayers be answered? You're in luck. Kendall, I want to give the first shout-out to Nurse Betty, who gave me my second dose of the vaccine. Oh. And what I thought injected you with belches. <laughs> no, that was a pre-existing condition, Kendall. <laughs> Let me tell you. Now, a funny thing happened to me on the way to my second dose, and no, no, it wasn't on the way. It was during the second dose. So, you know, the Betty nurse Betty, she says, "Do you care which deltoid that I pump it into?" And I and I, and make you a man. I know, well, because they, which is what I thought, because it was on the sheet. It was like it's going to be injected in your deltoid, not like your deltoid and your tricep, and just seven <laughs> days. I'll make you mean. And I should have just said this one over here, and it would have uh-huh. saved a lot of questioning. But I, I said either one, and she happened to be closer to this one over here, and so she rolled it up my sleeve, and she saw what is sometimes on my arm because you know i'm a deranged person that jake it it, well it's a heart with a j in it and Uh uh-huh you know i'm you you know that i'm clinically insane so that was aren't we all no no i'm not saying anything wrong with it i'm just saying it's there another pre-existing condition and (laughs) just point out the obvious pulled up my sleeve and there was a sharpie j (laughs) with a heart around it and she's like, oh, someone has drawn on you. 
And <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? That they did? And she's like, yeah. And she says, Jay. I said, oh, well, it must be for Jesus. And then I just didn't say anything else <laughs> more about it. But Nurse Betty, props to her. Shout out to her for rolling with the punches. God knows. I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of things sharpied on their shoulders. <laughs> must be a common thing for people to do. Very natural, very normal, very usual. And so, but that's what I'm shouting out about right now. Kendall, what about you? But the only problem I have with that story, the only thing that I find suspect is that it didn't end with shot through the heart and you're too late. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. I walked right into that one. Oh, because you could give me the shot through the heart on my Through the heart. The heart drawn on my arm. Yes, got it. Listeners, yeah. he'll get it later. Got it. All right, that was a way homer. Uh, shout out. And I got it early. Yes. It's a way. Go, hey, you're, you're ahead of the game. Ahead of it. <laughs> shout out to the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts because they have put together a lineup of shows, you know, to start out with. They're working on several new performances to get us back into the swing of things. And they're taking a note out of our playbook, Cliff, because they're doing Little Shop of Horrors, but with less class. Uh, me? Class. Do they need me <laughs> no. to be my non-binary Audrey? No. They're doing it with less cast and imaginary plants, and it's going to be called Tiny Shop of Horrors. You know, oh. just a little easier these days. And they're also going to do other adaptations, including Small River, uh, you know, from Big River, Roger Miller's. Oh, won't have any of that in it. And uh, My Brunch with Andre. I think people should just listen back to our episode called Little Shop of Cliff and Kendall, where we did Little Shop of Horrors instead you of... absolutely should. Whatever you're saying, and I don't know why if they're doing those, which are all going to lose money. Sorry, I hate to say it. But, and they won't let me do my one-man Evita. One of the roles I was well, born to play. But they don't have the rights to Evita. <laughs> Kendall... Don't talk to me about rights. I'll show you civil rights over here. I'm Nobody brought up civil. Shut right. up. Kendall, I'm shouting out also to someone who really deserves it. Someone we all know and love. Someone here in the booth. Me? No. Me. Yes, me no. for never giving up on Britney Spears. Because haven't you seen all these... Britney Spears documentaries about how she's been mistreated yeah. and mishandled for so many years. Well, I just want to give a shout out to me, who was always on Britney's side, who always had her back. I didn't make fun of her or make jokes. I many times have thought, you know what, I feel like shaving my head and beating a car with an umbrella because that is the natural reaction to a lot of things. I identify with Britney. Yes! <laughs> yes! I wanted to go through that too. Right, and it was and it was pressed. She was pressed at yeah. that point. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so. Kendall, I, I won't go on and on about it, but Britney, you know, she was maligned for years. Cliff, I was always there. Pat yourself there. on the back again. Pat I will. On the back. All right. I was always there. Well, moving on, Cliff, I would like to give a shout out to the yeah. new group Fight the Night here in Busheltown. They noticed there's been a lot of litter around, and they've just decided to form a group that would systematically go around Bushtown and, uh, and during the night and pick up trash. And they they painted their logo on the side of a garbage truck you can see parked out in front of the food more. Uh. Oh, excuse me, the food more during the day. And you could also make a donation to their cause at the food and more to help pick up litter down in Bushtown. Kendall, I think that somebody needs to tell you that it sounds too dangerous. 
to go out in the Too middle of the night. dangerous. In the middle of the night, pitch black, picking up litter from a ditch? Come on. That's Ted Bundy's wet dream. What a way to spend a night. That's what I say. What a way. Being murdered. All right, Kendall, <laughs> that is all I have the capacity to shout out about today. Do you have any more shouts? Um, I am getting a little hoarse, so we'll right. just put it on hold. Kendall is also out of shouts, so I'm no longer shouting at you. No longer, but Cliff, it is time to get to number two. Time for two. Two for tea. Cliff, I think you mentioned that this person is in a league all of their own. <clears throat> and it's someone that we have had the fortunate, fortunate uh, who else in the world has this kind of fortune that we met and touched and hugged and photographed with the one and only Rosie O'Donnell? Oh. I have never been so embarrassed in my entire life. Go and play, children. Wilma, I promise you I'll pay you back. I just don't know when. Oh, now, Betty. Oh. It can't be as bad as all that. But it is. Barney's still out of work. We've nearly spent all of our savings in Wilma. What if the adoption agency finds out? I don't want to lose my baby. I swear, Betty, Fred and I would never let that happen. I just saw that picture the other day. And at first I thought, oh my God, look how fat I am. And then I thought, oh, I'm so happy we have this photo with Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Uh, what? Uh, uh, so underrated as a movie star. So good. Oh, yeah. In but all the those mere movies. Fact, I know we're doing a movie countdown, but the mere fact that she's in Broadway, does talk shows, has a, has, you know, TV shows, movies, like TikTok, everywhere. She's everywhere. Christmas albums, she is yes. everywhere. Yeah, how long you been working on that, Doris? Huh? Yeah. Took me about a year. Not counting them two months I was in the hospital, bat hit me right in the head. Bam. Really? Yep. You had to notch your behind, because that looks really swollen. Hey, what the heck kind of a thing is that I'm to say joking, to me, okay, man. okay. I'm, that ain't funny. I'm nervous, alright? I, I don't Oh, these girls gonna be in the league? You wish. You do wish. They're gonna have four teams. Sixteen girls to a team. That's right. Sixty-four girls. Yeah, what are you, a genius? <laughs> you know, they got over 100 girls here, so um, some of you are going to have to go home. Yeah, sorry about that. Come on, Doris. Those people are jerks. What do you mean, some of us? Do it. <clears throat> okay, some of them are going home. Hey, how did you do that? Excuse me. Hey, hey, you caught that? Hello? Doris. Did you see? So many great Jeez, movies let's go from practice. Sleepless in Seattle, okay, okay. The Flintstones. Another stakeout. Uh, oh, Kendall, that's the one. People need to revisit another stakeout. Yep. It is incredible. She is, uh, that's her best, most underrated movie, I think. Also, League of Their Own. Everything. Yeah. Oh Harriet God, it the Spy. It goes on and on and on. And she's so great in each one. So great. So she deserves to be number one, but I had to go with number two. Because I know there's somebody else that we're still holding out a great big chubby spot for. Kendall, I think when you say chubby movie star, there was the gold standard. And it was John Candy. 
right? Amen. The old Uncle Buck himself. Yes. And the polka, I- polka, polka king. Oh, polka, polka, polka. Polka, polka. <laughs> anyway, yes, everything. Summer Rental. Summer Rental is a great movie that really gives you the feeling of being in a beach house. Do you know what I yes. mean? Uh-huh. It, it really does. <laughs> For fat people like us, it's like, do you really need to go to a beach house? You can just watch Summer Rental and eat a pizza. That's what I did. That's my summer. Kendall, The Great Outdoors. Where's the Criterion version of The Great Outdoors? That is one of the great movies. I mean that as a compliment. Oh, thanks. The rest of us are all probably going to die of heart attacks and strokes long before you. (laughs) I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? Gee, just to see a bunch of people drop that you hate. That would be something else, I'm telling you. Ever Mm -hmm. created and put onto film. I never did introduce myself. Del Griffith. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. I sell shower curtain rings. Best in the world. I'm, all, all, I'm saying all these movies, I want to watch them all right now. I know. Somebody oh, but, put that on instead of Kissing Cousins. I have learned I have to be careful because I lately, you know, I get real sad, I get all depressed, and then I watch something that brings up all this, like, like, Memories and I get oh I'm just so depressed that that's over, like because I, I I literally watched a YouTube video the other day about some old ride at Universal Studios that's closed now and I thought yeah oh that's so sad I got real sad thinking about it. I'm like what's happening to me why why have I gotten to the point where everything makes me sad well I I don't what? know. I don't know why you would derail the John Candy tribute for this, but we have gotten to <laughs> the you know, the Not age derailing anything. Where it just it just everything feels like a really long time ago, I think. Yes. Is and when I have been watching Bewitched lately, I'm up to where it's like 1969, and all of the decor and stuff looks like basically the same things we had in the 80s because they were just old from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, and when I do the math of, oh my God, I, this episode of Bewitched, I was born 11 years later. And uh-huh. it's like, whoa, it's just a long time ago. But we're here on the air and in the laundromat for people, I guess. Do they play our show in the laundromat? Did I hear that on the street somewhere? They do. They at the Busheltown Wishy Wash, they do at 4 a.m. Because that's what's available. Well, they, so they don't really play our show as much as they just have Ride 99 on in the laundromat and that's when when our show comes on tomato tomato but anyway john candy of course he was also with dom de louise in space balls he was barf yes yes there's there's two of the greats from their countdown together look i don't want to be rude but uh i'm not much of a conversationalist and i'd really like to finish this article a friend of mine wrote it so don't let me stand in your way please don't let me stand in your way the last thing i want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth You know, nothing grinds my gears worse than some chowder head who doesn't know when to keep his big trap shut. If you catch me running off of the mouth, just give me a poke in the chops. Two of the greats. He was incomparable. He also would have had an Oscar by now if he oh, was yes. still with us. Well, if he hadn't been, there would have been a huge riot against the Academy. 
Huge right. I might write on the Academy right now for not giving him a posthumous Oscar. <laughs> well, for the, for Jake as well. You you have multiple reasons to boycott the motion picture, television, arts, and sciences. Don't go there, Kendall. I was having a happy moment. I was thinking about watching Summer <laughs> Rental. Keep pulling us down. I told you. Depression is just, here- I mean, hereditary. It's hereditary. Contagious. It's hereditary and contagious. It's both. And we've got it. That was quite a surprise. I mean, yeah, I, I, you got me. <laughs> and you, in the whole week you'll be here. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Just something. Got it bad, Kendall. <laughs> All right, let's get out there. I want to see if they don't have any junior mints. Maybe they at least have some old whoppers. Ooh, what'd you call me? But I've got I got a quote real quick before we go. Quote it. Quote it. Surround yourself with a bunch of like-minded people, and you'll soak up their habits like a starved sponge. Fat people with fat friends care less about their weight. <laughs> Listeners, don't spend your lives worrying about what other people think of you. Don't do it, Kendall. And if you figure out, tell us how. Oh, I, Kendall, six years you're going to know. You're six years behind. You're just oh, now living for behind. love. Okay. And by the, so six years from now, when we're 45, you will know. I told you not to mention my age on the show anymore. It hurts too bad. Kendall, we're two people in our mid-50s and get used to it. I'm glad this episode was as long as a movie because it was a tribute to Chubby Movie Stars. Who better? Finally. Sure. Sure. Fine. Fine. This episode was a little chubby. All right, we'll see you next week. All right. Frankly, Kendall, I don't give a ham. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Well, I've got a gal. She's as cute as she can be. She's a distant cousin, but she's not too distant with me. We kiss, we kiss all night, all night. I sleep, sleep is her tight, but we're kissing cuz that's what makes it all right, all right, all right, all right. Tell mama, tell mama all.